of the final house. The Joseph Barzi murder house happened in 1988. It's 33 years ago, Lori. And uh, a family's been living there for 20 of it and apparently still haunted by it. Uh, my name's Joe Batanz. This is Lori Roggenkamp. And this the Murder House Flip recap show flipped off right here. Every week I think it's going to kick into like an upbeat like disco theme and it it always I'm always disappointed. <laughs> and you picked it. Oh, I picked it. Well, because I again, I should show you at some point the the wave, not the wave. I can see on on you have uh-huh. the same program, the Farago. You can see the sound waves, and at a certain point, the sound waves increase. And so I'm like, oh well, this is where it kicks in, but it, it just never kicks in. Yeah. So anyway, huh? So Lori, uh, Lori and I chatted a little bit before that she hadn't finished watching the series yet, and I asked her if she read about the murder. She said no. I don't know if you, if you have since. I have. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I read a little bit about the murder. And uh, I'm going to tell you something. The show downplayed it. Yeah, well, I I remember... What's funny is, is uh, a couple months ago, my aunt and I were on a, a, like a sequel kick where we would watch movies that had sequels. Okay. So we watched all the Jaws movies. And then one of the things I like to do is watch the trivia. Mm-hmm. And or read the tri- trivia on IMDb, and mm-hmm. I remember this little, really cute little girl, and uh, it said that she died mm-hmm. shortly after filming this. But uh, they didn't say how she died. Murder suicide. Oh, they said that part. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, Lori, here we are with the very last house on this limited run of Murder House Flip, a show that what originally aired on the now-failed Quibi network, and then Roku bought the rights to the all the Quibi shows, and so they own whatever yes. was made from Murder House Flip. So this is all, this is all, this is the end. We're, we're a penultimate episode before we wrap up this whole series. And, and what, so, of the four houses, I'm going to give away a little bit here. Uh, Mikkel, at the very end, says this was his favorite. Would you say this was your favorite house? Uh, no. I would say this is my least favorite house. Yeah, I'm agree with you. Simply because, I mean, anytime a child dies, that's sad, right? You don't want to, you don't yeah. want to do that. But mm-hmm. also, like, the, the daughter was just super weird. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like, I feel like if, if honestly, I felt, feel like if the series had ended with the Hengel Hen- house, mm-hmm. I would have been fine. But the fact that they tried to bring back the the this whole spirit bullshit that they're yeah. trying to push through, mm-hmm. yeah, I just was like, oh, okay, all right, great. So yeah, the you know you can't well, look out windows because a child was killed. Yeah, several what's thirty years is, ago. What's funny is the mer- the, the people who produce the show obviously saw this was the best one, their their landmark one, because when you look up Joseph Barcy online. What you find most of the time, apart from a couple of stories about the actual murder, uh, are you okay? Lori's like, 
like playing with her boob right now. On I'm trying camera. to find my ear cleaner. I keep it in my bra. And I can't find it. Might have fallen anyway, out. Um, so they, uh, uh, the, 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 what, the, what you usually find are articles about the murder in relation to murder house flip. And, um, and about the haunt, which is funny because the episodes don't really focus too much on the haunting that is claimed by the daughter, Gabby, um, what is her name? Gabby Bernal. Mm-hmm. Um, she mentions it as mentioned, but I mean, almost as much as they mention it on the Frederick Engel house. Uh, not the Frederick, was it Frederick Engel that they mentioned the, that they thought that weird things happened? Was it, um, the, no, the uh, William Bradford the, house. Yeah, the William Bradford house. That was the yeah, one. Yeah, the William it, almost the same in the William Bradford house they mentioned the same thing and I would say about the it, the same amount of attention is paid to it. <clears throat> yeah. I would say more because that yeah. daughter was extremely uh, disturbed. Yeah, and so we're going to talk about that, but before we get into it, cuz we're going to have a special guest who joins us for re- recapping the house. I think we're having a special guest. Mikkel's here. Is um I wanted to talk to Lowry about the murder itself. So what I I don't know what I just read an LA Times archived article about it. What did you read? Uh I found a uh site Ooh. called Idea Wiki which has stuff about Joseph Barcy. But the article I read is actually pretty gruesome and I can see and, and, and in this case I can understand why they downplayed it. So on the show, they're like, oh, well, the dad got drunk and mad because the wife was going to leave him. And uh, so she he shot the daughter and then she heard a noise and she went in the hallway and he shot her in the hallway. <clears throat> and then he got, killed himself. That's the way they presented on the show. One thing I don't get yeah. is how they, they're like, oh, and then the mom heard a noise. How anyone would know this. The news article doesn't say this. It's just they found the wife dead in the hallway and they found the, the daughter dead in the bed. What when you read the article though, it's so much more gruesome. I mean, he went and put a single bullet in his daughter's head, single yeah. bullet in the wife, right? Yeah. And then he took gasoline and poured it on them and lit them on fire, lit the house on fire, and then shot himself in the head. Uh but and- what's even crazier to me, I mean, that's mm-hmm. crazy. But what's even crazier to me is that he was extremely abusive. Yeah, for ye- for years, for mm-hmm. you know, since she, since uh, Judith was little, and then increasingly when she became when she started becoming famous, mm-hmm. and even when she went to, there's reports that she told a friend that Judith told a friend of hers. Um, Judith is that, the mom, by the way, right? No, the daughter. Oh, okay, I, I know. I only know about the mom, but go ahead. That. But right before she went to film uh, Jaws four, that uh, the Joseph put a knife to her throat and said, "If you <gasps> if you uh, don't come back, I will find you and I will cut your throat." <gasps> and well, he and the mom he was abusive to the mom and the daughter through pots mm-hmm. and pans <gasps> and in a drunken rage at both of them. At separate times, to the point where the daughter had be had begun developing such anxiety that she started plucking out her own eyebrows and her cat's whiskers. Oh my gosh! So she had a nervous breakdown, 
and she was only five years old. She had a nervous mm-hmm. breakdown to the point where her agent was like, this kid needs serious help. Took her to a psych- child psychologist and the child psychologist said, yeah, she needs to get, she needs, she has severe emotional and uh, physical, like she has severe PTSD from obvious emotional and physical abuse mm-hmm. and child services got involved. But then apparently the, the, what I read was that they, they stopped investigating because the mom said that she would leave, she would leave the house but was still staying at the house because she didn't want to leave the house and all the belongings and everything. Oh, really? Okay. So the article I read talks to a neighbor at the time who said that the wife had confided in her that she was had decided to divorce the husband. Yes. She going to do it. But that the only reason she hadn't in the past – well, no, the reason she, she had wanted to do it for a long time, and maybe she was hesitant for whatever reason, but – had decided it, it was definitely time to go because he had started to escalate to the point where he was going to like said he was going to murder them and burn. He yeah. literally said, I'm going to kill you and kill myself and burn the house down. That's right? what he's, and he would repeat that over and over again. That's reports that I got. Yeah. Yeah. And she said all she was waiting for, because she, I, and what I also saw in the, the woman said is she kept a secret apartment that she yes. would escape to during the day. The wife, that was the one that they were going to live in that yes. the secret apartment. Yes, the wife was gonna. The wife was just waiting for the federal income tax check to come in. That was one. But, yeah, the twelve thousand dollars federal income tax, and then also the house that they had and the possessions they had in the house. Because she knew that if she left, there's no way Joseph would let they'd be able to go back to that house. So I guess Joseph had this issue with cleanliness, like he needed everything mm-hmm. to be super clean. Which I mean, I you know who doesn't? Who doesn't want things to be clean? But uh, but he, uh, but apparently she just stopped cleaning the house, so that, in the hopes oh. that he would leave the house, and so, oh. uh, but that just caused him to become more <laughs> angry towards her and more abusive. Yeah, which is so funny because in in the same article, the wife confided in the friend that to drive the husband crazy, she started to slowly hide all of the forks in the house. <laughs> And um, I don't know, maybe maybe the husband finally had enough that night. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I also heard that what the that the a wife had told a uh, the agent, the child's mm-hmm. Jewish agent, yeah. what she started doing was to, to drive Joseph crazy. The mother, she started cooking mm-hmm. his favorite foods for him. Mm-hmm. And then what she would do is she would say, oh, you like that? I put a new ingredient in it. And the father would oh. be like, oh, what is it? And she'd be like, oh, it's uh, quinoa. And the father would say, well, I wish you would never have told me. Now I can never eat this ever again. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And so that, she, that, that did happen. Yeah. So she was essentially start, starting to starve him. Yeah. And he, all he ate was corn dogs. You know what's so funny was the agent told the LA Times <laughs> that um, they had hired the daughter to um, – well, the, 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 her agent had called and said she really wanted the daughter to be in uh, a movie with Greg Proops. But the dad said that the daughter had to go perform at Harley's and <laughs> so couldn't make it. So the agent was pretty mad about that. Yeah. Well, one of the things that was so fun, it was so crazy about Joseph yeah. Was that he was just he was so sensitive, but he was always saying that he didn't care what anybody said. Yeah, and he would he would always call people. 
he would always like make fun of people and call yeah. people fat and stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then sure. one time randomly, this one guy called, uh, said that he reverse catfished his wife and Joseph. Hold on one second. What was that? I, somebody's call- my aunt's calling me. And Joe, so he reverse catfished his wife and Joseph said, uh, Joseph said, I don't care if you get upset, but how dare you say that about me? And then banned him from uh, doing his podcast. So, trying to figure that one out. Oh, really? It's super interesting. Um, uh, my aunt just called me. I'm just letting you know. I'll re- I'm going to put this on the air because we're having a bit of uh, drama at the house. So let's see. Oh yeah, what is it? happening? I'll, let's see if she says anything. Okay. Okay. Hi, honey. Are you doing a podcast? Yeah, I'm getting ready to, but no worries. So sorry. W- w- sorry, I missed your call. Everything okay? Oh. No, no, no. I'm just talking to Joe. We're about to start the podcast. Okay, let me... Uh, we're we're, we're going to figure out with Billy uh, what you want for dinner. Oh, where are you guys ordering from? That's what I, we got to figure out. Oh, okay. Billy. Okay. Very exciting news I get to hear. I wonder what it's going to be from and what she's going to order. It's going to be a... Well, I don't care. What do you want to order? I don't care. What do you want to order? scenario what do you want now my aunt has to figure out how to add somebody else into a phone call where's billy at i think he's driving back from palm springs so the drama basically is that my brother and my mom went to palm springs well no sorry my mom my brother went to palm springs and my mom stayed home but my aunt didn't know that and uh yeah i I can't where do you feel like going i don't care i you know i'm i'm partial to wherever i mean what what do you guys feel like do you guys like spaghetti you feel like spaghetti hold on let me let me ask billy if he has a preference hold on okay so anyway so my brother went to my mom and my brother's supposed to go to palm springs to visit my grandfather but Oh, excuse me. But my aunt didn't know that my mom wasn't going. So my aunt Julie and my aunt Kat, my aunt Julie came over to my house to be with my aunt Kathy. And then my brother was like, oh, well, I'll come down and then mom, I'll get mom and we'll go over to your house. And so mom, my aunt was like, oh, your mom's at the house? Well, I didn't know that. Let me. Pizza's great. Yeah, I'll have pizza. If I could get pine like half pineapple, but if it's too if that's too much, then I can just do like whatever toppings you guys like. I'm fine with I'm fine with pine uh, pepperoni. Do you like extra pineapple and what? Mustard. Sorry, what did you say, Kathy? You usually like pe- pineapple and what? And pepperoni. Okay, all right, thanks, honey. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna hang up. Oh. Okay, love you. Bye. So they call my mom and they say, Hey, we didn't know that you were still at the house. Mm-hmm. You want to come over and hang out with us? And my mom blew up <gasps> on my aunt. Like, and was like, How did you not know? I told Julie that I wasn't going. And so you guys, are you guys talking about me? What do you oh guys do? You know, like this whole like conspiracy theory. Hold on, I gotta grab my charger. So, anyways. Um, what were we talking about before your aunt called? 
oh, how uh, Joseph Barcy was super aggro to mm. somebody for. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, I also so heard that he doesn't like going onto his chat room. Yeah, it's because... true. You know what was funny? Well, the neighbors said they would get very frustrated because every week uh, Judith would come over and play. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, my parents are getting divorced. And then they're like, oh, really? She'd like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My dad wants me to move in with him and his lesbian, my lesbian little girlfriend. Like, oh. She was and five then, and she already had a lesbian girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she's she's movies, you know. They, they start young. And, oh, okay. um, <clears throat> well, her lesbian girlfriend was age appropriate, though, right? It wasn't like, oh, yeah, you're good. The girl, oh. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was five, too. Okay. And, uh, well, that's, like, oh, that's okay. okay, I guess. But then the, yeah, then the husband and the wife kept getting Joseph and the wife kept getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, breaking up. Yeah. I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah. Well, he had, he had temper. Spectrum and Triple A oh. wouldn't deal with him. I've, I heard that he, he had a son. And the son, the son was always like, always had to call, had a similar name, and always had to be like, "It's not me. It's not. It's not my. I'm not my father. So yeah. please don't red flag me." Hmm. Yeah. He did have two kids, though. He had with his first wife. He had a a daughter named Aji, mm-hmm. and a son named Bara, I think. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I guess Bara was extremely was extremely depressed and yeah. eventually became a chronic alcoholic and killed himself. Oh my gosh. And Aji, I think he, he jumped off a bridge and then Aji, uh, did an interview once where she, he said, or she said that his fa- her father, uh, I guess he was born like illegitimate. Like his mom had an affair with a married man or something like that. And the father like abandoned them when they were young, and he always blamed his mom for that. So he just assumed that all women were whores, and would well, say I can't that tell like, you're doing a bit. Well, are you doing a bit, or is this? No, I'm. This is serious. Oh wait, okay, wait. So he had two other kids that committed suicide. He had one kid who committed suicide, another kid who I think died of cancer in 2008. Oh, okay. So, but this was from his first marriage. Okay. So he. Uh, he had two kids and the, and that, that marriage, the, the wife ran away to Arizona and, oh uh, and just didn't want to have anything to do with them. Well, you know what's so and funny then, is, is before what? the wife left to Arizona, her sisters thought she was already in Arizona. And, um, but then they found out she wasn't, they called and they got a big fight about it. They got a huge fight. They were like, how do you not know I wasn't in Arizona? <laughs> yeah. I told I told my other sister, and you always do this. You never want yeah. me to be involved, and in, because you yeah. guys like ta- love talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get dragged in the middle of this or no? Not yet. No. Uh, Although the, Kathy, you're, oh, you're predicting Kathy, you will be. Well, I texted my mom to see if she was coming, and she said no, she wasn't coming. But Kathy is acting like this is like shocking. Like my aunt, mm-hmm. the, my mom doesn't do this kind. Of, like I'm like, oh my god, you guys. Like, I feel like Kathy has a terrible memory. She just chooses. She's like, it's the it's the pen family way. You just are always mm-hmm. shocked by repeated behavior. Like, mm-hmm. oh, so you know, my it, it's like nobody in their family is is uh, infallible. 
everybody in their family mm-hmm. is infallible and then nobody can do anything wrong, but they're all annoying mm-hmm. and they all do everything wrong. So, yeah. Well, that's something you have to be honest with you. It's something that drives me crazy in my family as well, because yeah. So my, um, cause it's been coming up recently because the husband in his relationship is like, I wouldn't say sick. He's just very feeble, which makes no sense. Cause he's actually pretty young. You know, he's like 70. Like he's too oh. young to be that feeble. He's like feeble like a 95-year-old, okay? Oh, wow. Okay. And um, But he was married to this woman named Elma, okay? Okay. And my parents were very, very, very close with Elma. Like super close, okay? Like okay. very, very close, right? Even though they weren't related, my mom wasn't related to her. She Elma was married to my mom's cousin. They were like very yeah. close and whatnot. Elma would always come over. All this stuff. And then scandalously, like three or four years ago, um, Elma and Elma lived. Well, okay. Then for years, Elma and the husband, Sal, they lived apart. Like for years to the point where they basically were divorced. Because Elma lived over here in Southern California with her one son and, you know, lived with him. Sal lived with another son in Texas. Okay. Wow. So, um, one day, the son here that Elma lived with was at work, and he was like, you know what? I got to go. We had a meeting close by, so he went to stop by the house. And Elma, he caught Elma in flagrante with uh, some guy she was having an affair with, right? <gasps> yeah. So I uh, got really upset, and Elma moved out, and then the husband filed. My mom's cousin filed for a divorce, and they got divorced. But my mom... From that day, never spoke to Elma ever again. Really? Yeah. Never spoke to her again. And they were very, very close. It's like to the point where Elma was like, whenever anything happened, Elma was always there to take care, like help. You know, if my mom had a party, Elma would show up like hours early to help her. Oh. And so like, I'm not saying that what Elma did was right. Right. But like, you would think you have forgiveness for my mom. like, no, I could never. And my mom doesn't even like Sal that much, right? So anyway... The reason I bring that up, my mom's like, blood is thicker than water, okay? Which I think is such bullshit, right? Yeah. Well, the reason I bring that up is Elma and Sel's son, I'm not going to say which, right? But the one that lived in Texas, okay? He was in the military, okay? Uh-huh. He got kicked out of the military. He got his honorable discharge or something like that, but he, would, he was like court-martialed or something like that. Oh. Because... He was having an affair with a woman here in California, and he started stalking her. Oh, awkward. Yeah. Oh, wait. Never mind. Nathan's here. Um, Hi. Hi. All right. Well, you know, Nathan just got here. He's going to join us for the second part, but we're going to do that in a bit. We'll be back right after this. All right. And we are back, but now we are with a special guest. He, Lori, he is the host of Not One. But two award-winning podcasts. He is the host of Bravo, Bravo, F and Bravo, and Reading, Reading, Bad Books. <laughs> <laughs> reading, Reading, Effing, Reading. I think it's yeah. Called. Reading, Reading, yeah. Effing Books. And um, what? what and now, t- yeah, go ahead, Nathan. Nathan, you have sex with the books, right? You put your penis. Yeah, inside that's a good the books. question. That's right. Yeah, okay. I get a few paper cuts every now and then, but it's worth it. 
Yeah. That's a good that's a good that's a good question, Lori. Thank you. What is the weirdest thing you've put your penis in, Nathan? Uh maybe Moby like a banana dick. skin? What? Oh, interesting. Did you ever try that? Yeah. No. no. That. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have tried it, Lori, I guess. I, yeah. I keep my penis on a shelf like a normal person. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it's funny, there was a Reddit thread. There was a Reddit thread that was like, what's the weirdest thing you've ever put inside yourself? And a lot of women were talking about like long hairbrush. Like they have hairbrushes with long handles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. They stuck they would stick they would stick their penises in that? No, the women would put those long hairbrushes in their vajayjays. Vajay ugh, no. Gross. That's gross. Um I one time was in an improv uh class and this guy we had to tell like stories. And this guy told a story about how uh, he had gone to a bachelor party and they, mm-hmm. and somebody says, Oh, I'm going to buy a blow up doll. And he bought like a real tiny blow up doll. Like, like that was like as big as my, like as long as my arm, it wasn't big at all. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my arm is six feet tall and three <laughs> yeah. feet wide. Um, for those drag race listeners, it was about the size of Kenya Michaels is what you're saying. Yeah. So, uh, so they, it's just like a tiny, tiny, and they were all like, we're not going to do anything with this blow up doll. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. it's like having sex with a child. Yeah. Um, and so then throughout the night, each of them went and fucked the blow up doll. Oh, oh really? I was like, I was like, so you prefaced it by saying you weren't going to do it because it was like having sex with a child. And then you all go, but all, all throughout the night. So then they were basically like found out that like, essentially the blow up doll was like filled with everybody's jizz. What? Mm. And it was like, or as I call it, dessert. (laughs) This is the grossest thing I've ever seen. Not a fan of semen, there, huh, Nathan? Nah, I just can't take to it. So, so you don't swallow? (laughs) Nah, nah, no, I don't. (laughs) Oh, interesting. We're learning more about Nathan every day. You know, it's nice to know that because I know so many men. I've talked about my my phobia to swallowing. And when it comes to going down on unless women, it, unless it's period blood, no, especially that. And uh, and I've heard a lot of men be like, "Oh, but that's like the best part." So I'm glad that even gay men have been like, "Oh, that's the best part of doing." And I'm like, "That's the best oh, I part. think I think Nathan is by far in the minority on this one." Yeah, no, I even I even like the idea of it, but then like. If it any gets in my mouth, I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you know, Aiden's the same way. Believe it or not, Aiden's it's sort of like way. you know, cilantro or um, coriander, as we would call it. Yeah, you know, some people like it, some people don't. Most people like cilantro, so yeah, there's a minority that don't. So, um, okay, well, Laurie, we uh-huh. got Nathan on here. He's watched the relevant episodes of Murder House Flip, and now we are going to actually talk about. The house, we're going to talk actually about... Did I take my medicine today? Oh, I did. Good. Uh, I had to also check my medicine daily <laughs> taking Oh, I'm on the air. Um, about the actual house. Uh, I'm going to have to do what I do all the time. I don't know. This is the only show that I do this with where I'm actually going to have to watch the episode. I have I have notes. I have notes. But to yes. actually recap it, I'm going to have to watch the episode. But... 
uh, what we do is we learn that the Bernal family moved in 20 years ago into mm-hmm. the house where Joseph Barsi uh, murdered his daughter and murdered his wife. And then so, and I don't know if Nathan knows this, tried to burn the house down. And so. And kill himself. And then he killed himself. And he killed himself, too. Yeah. So. Uh, they show up to the house and I like that one of the first things that Joelle says, uh, she says something, but go, but she says something along the lines of like, oh, I can already tell that this, like she says one of her classic Joelle lines. No, she says what I think is the best thing that is, and by best, I mean stupidest. Uh-huh. Is the best thing she says, and I had I have to pull it up because oh I have good I'm glad it. you have it yeah I got to get it right the the whole way through, mm-hmm. but she says I can almost feel the yeah. history of this house. That's what it is. Yes, I knew she said I, some stupid shit. I can almost feel <laughs> the hit. So which means is she can't feel it. Yeah, <laughs> she can almost feel. She can't. So that just means that she doesn't feel it. That's what that yeah. means. <laughs> And um yeah go ahead i i will i just want to say blanket statement sure over this entire episode is that this episode to me brought up something that i don't think we've taught we've even addressed which mm-hmm. has it didn't even really it didn't register with me until this episode yeah which is that we are taking someone else's tragedy some other yeah. family's tragedy yeah and essentially uh monopolizing it with people mm-hmm. who have no connection to it whatsoever, like a very thin connection. Oh, to I see what you're saying. Yeah, and giving them the the gra- the gratitude or the the empathy that we should be giving to the the family of the people who are yes. actually affected by this. Yes, you're right. So what you're saying is these people, you know, years after the event, uh, they bought the house but they didn't they were they didn't suffer the murder but they yeah they treat them like they're the survivors from the murder now by the way nathan has only seen this section of murder house flip correct Nathan? yeah yeah and i have a lot of questions yeah yeah you can ask all the questions we are experts on it but but my question my first question to you is um just in a general way without going into specifics what were your thoughts on this I was I was captivated by it, but I was really frustrated by it because I was like, are they really saying that this place is haunted and oh, yeah. a fresh mm-hmm. coat of paint will fix it? I was like, yes, what? that's what they're saying. Yeah, so, so I will say the message of this show is gets a little murky because they kind of waffle between sometimes kind of really trying to say that it's, it's a haunted house mm-hmm. and sometimes just saying that, oh, I... I'm sad that something bad happened here. Yeah. And but, this but is one of those she's, she's saying she's friend, her imaginary friend was the killer or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I yeah, don't believe. Yeah. Let's well, get into well, we'll get, we'll we'll get to that. That's my main Let's get into this. Okay, yeah, we we're going to get into this. the mental health of this daughter. Yeah. Because, but yeah. I, the, the daughter has a lot going on. But but here's what I will say. Is right now I paused it. Okay? I paused The TV's on right now. And I just paused it by chance on a, a shot of the exterior of the front of the house. And what Nathan doesn't know, but Lori knows, and people who've been listening know, this is the fourth house that they've done. And I want to say, and at least two of the houses, yeah, for sure two of the, the, the house number two and house number three, Mikkel and jo, uh, Jocelyn, is that her name? No, Joelle. 
Mikel and Joel, their answer is, the answer, we got to break the front of your house, right? And you're like, okay, (laughs) bizarre, all right. Yes. This one... They should have said, we need to paint the front of your house. And yes. Go, I'm looking at it right now. One part of the <laughs> front of the house is salmon colored. Yes. <laughs> and then the other part of the house is blue. Yes. The, the, okay. I will say the blue I'm murder house. I'm going to take a picture was, of it and post it. I'm going to take a picture of it. There was a house it. called the blue murder house, Nathan. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. So they redid that house, right? I give them that. All right. Yeah. That's fine. Repaint that house. But uh-huh. they also repainted other houses, other fronts of house where it, they didn't need to. Yeah. And so, and the one house where they, it's two different colors that are almost like contrast and kind of just that. Yeah, it's fine. Let's just leave it. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know what we really yeah. got to do? We really got to fix this hallway. That's what we got to do. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to the hallway because I'll be honest with you. They said they fixed it. To be honest with you, to me, it looked exactly the same. But we're, 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 exactly. we're jumping. Ahead. We're jumping. Okay. We're jumping ahead of ourselves yeah. because that's not what this is really about. Okay. So, but yeah. So we we meet the. I'm gonna put in the in the in the in the message room right here. I don't know if I can do that. I mean, how do I put that? What is this right? Here? Oh, we're live. We're not live. That's what I'm saying. We're gonna put it right here. And so we'll put it oh. in. Um. Let me see. Oh no. Let me see if this will work. Cancel. No. I'm trying to see how I can send you guys. A photo activities chat with everyone. Hmm, I don't know how. Anyway, uh, oh, you know what I'll do? I'm gonna open it so you guys can see the blue house with um, Mishy, uh, a window. Here we go. Look at this house right here. Um, they don't paint the front of this house. No, right here. it looks like two <laughs> different houses. It's two. Yeah. When did they make this decision? So even right off the bat, Lori, you talk about how the daughter's crazy. I think the whole family's crazy. This is what an insane person would do. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say something and I'm probably going to get It looks like a blue dog's it. penis. Go ahead. I'm going to say something and I'm probably going to get shit for it. Mm-hmm. I think the mother can speak english fine (laughs) (laughs) wait lori we're not there yet we're not there yet okay we're not there yet all right okay so the dad tells the story right about how he was looking for a better opportunity right and they're saying that when they first moved in and this is the story they all tell by the way which is really strange um they said when they first moved in they didn't know what happened they didn't know and then a neighbor came up to them and said, told them the story about how the little girl and whoever was murdered there, right? And then this is when the daughter now, now Lori, we're going to get to the daughter now, and her name oh, is um, Gabby. Gabby Bernal. Yes. Says that she, she started to, weird things started to happen, which by the way, this is the same thing that the people from the um, William Bradford house set, which seems to be a thing, is that the garage door would open and close. Okay, which that floors me. Can I just say that 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 the that kind of stuff floors me because that is not that is not mystical. 
That's electrical <laughs> wiring. Like, it's that's, wind. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not like I just love that their their go to isn't like, oh, something ele- might be wrong electrically with the or the or it's wind or, you know, there's a we need to get an electrician out here to look at the garage. Their 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 go to is it's spirits mm-hmm. like <laughs> what <laughs> I, I I'm just like real. And then on top of that. We find out that she had, she claims to have had an imaginary friend that mm-hmm. would open and close the door. So then I was like, oh, so you did it. Yeah. You did it. And you claim that it was your imaginary oh, friend. Oh, interesting. So you're saying it's her. Yeah. Oh, interesting. All right. And so then now she's we- in cold spots for in her room. It's like, yeah, yeah. you have bad insulation. So we have. Yeah, and how does a paint job fix any of that, though? Like, get an exorcist. Oh yes, well, and we'll oh, we'll get into the window yeah. thing when yeah. we when we get to it. We got to talk well, about so that. Many, okay, so Mikkel and Joelle walk up. Joelle says, "What did she say again, Lori?" I almost <laughs> feel the history of this house. Almost. Yeah. Then Mikkel says, "I can say for sure we've never had a house like this." And I'm like, "Bullshit! You've had three <laughs> other houses." Yeah. We've never had a house like this. Yeah. And I think, Lori, you and I were saying the same thing. This might be one of the most, I wouldn't say boring, because the the murder is more interesting. But um, there's not as much for them to do. Well, there's a lot for them to do. They don't do the right thing. They do very strange things in this one. Well, you can tell in this one they're just grasping at straws. I mean, they are just like... They are just like, we're going to try and make this seem like it's, it's more... Uh, titillating than it actually is because there mm-hmm. are moments in this where I'm just like, did we really need to see that? Was that really necessary? Yeah. And the whole thing with the daughter, I mean, if that daughter is genuinely that disturbed, mm-hmm. she needs to be in a mental hospital. Like, she needs psychiatric evaluation. Well, so, okay, so here's my thing. I don't think she lives there anymore. Right? <gasps> yeah, I don't, you don't think the daughter think she lives there anymore. No, well, first of all, she's about 31 now, which... <laughs> well, I mean, let's not start talking about people older no, than No, 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 no. What I'm there. saying is, what I'm saying is, so it would make sense that she doesn't live there. I'm not judging her. But what I'm saying, though, is she says that she spent the night there last night. I'm like, well, if you yeah. live there, you spend the night there every night. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. She she said she didn't get a good night's sleep last night because she felt like somebody was watching her. And I was like, yeah, it was probably your mom. <laughs> no, I no no look, here's the deal. She probably didn't get a good night's sleep because she's like, I'm gonna be on television tomorrow. Don't you yeah. think if you knew a television crew was coming the next day that you wouldn't sleep very well? Yeah, you would be excited or, yeah. or nervous or whatever. But also, can we just say that many times they they cut to her the daughter talking and the mom is just staring at her. <laughs> Dead eyed staring at her. So I'm just saying that there's there's some weird shit going on with that mom yeah. too. I don't know why you hate the mom so much. So, and a lot of this episode is them just telling the story. Now, okay, so now I'm at the part right now where, okay, I wanted to talk about this because this is something, because you, Lori and I and uh, Nathan, you said we covered this in detail, the stories of the murder. But Gabby goes, okay, this is what happened. He came home drunk that night, and then he shot the daughter in the head first, then the wife heard a noise, came running into the hallway, and then he shot her, and then he shot himself. How would anybody know what happened? I thought yeah. the same thing. 
How well, would they, I guess no, they the, could figure out from like blood spatter and stuff. They could figure out. Well, no, that no, no. Out. But how would, but okay. That part I'm saying, but like how would, how would the blood splatter tell them who was shot first? Well, you figure out based off of what, you know, which, what, how the co- coagulated the blood is and based off the spray. Tell me about this. Tell me about, I want to hear about this, Lori. How the blood splatter <laughs> and the tell de- them who- And the body, you could, and you just, I'm sure that they just, you know, they probably saw that the, the, well, first off, the bedroom to the mom's house is down the hall. So the father went, probably went down the hall, down to the daughter's room first, just, you know, common sense, shot her Duh. and then common sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A boy. And then you see the mom, well, the mom wanted to come out of the room and then she was shot the way she was shot unless the father was in, was standing in front of her near the daughter's room. So if he she, he would have come out to the to her room, he would have had to lure her out there, stand by the daughter's room, and then shoot her, and then walk into the his room, shoot shoot the daughter, and then walk out of the the room. So that would have just been unnecessary for the husband. <laughs> yeah, you know the husband. He wants to be as logical as possible. No, I, well, I, I'm the just only saying thing- that that's common sense stuff. The only common sense thing I would say, I mean, you're going to say common sense, is if he would shot the mom first, the daughter would have woken up. But they could tell the daughter was probably still asleep um, because of her position. Does that make sense? And then yeah, the mom true. heard it. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but then how would he know he came home drunk? We don't know that. Oh, yeah, that's Well, maybe talk, but did they test the blood? Or maybe there were reports of him drinking somewhere. I don't know. But the point is, like, she's acting like she knows about, like, she is, like, nobody was there, right? Well, her imaginary um, friend told her. Oh, yeah, that's Joseph right. told her. Mm-hmm. You know what? I bet you, do you think that maybe she did say that and they cut it out? Probably. Maybe. She probably did voices, too. She probably was like, <laughs> my imaginary friend Joseph said, hey, I killed my wife. Yeah, her imaginary friend, her imaginary, her imaginary friend Joseph was probably like, "Hey, Miss R, (laughs) you know, (laughs) why would he call Gabby by the name my students call me? That's weird. I don't know, man. You know, I just like to call everyone Miss R. You know, gonna go shoot some b ball, hang out with the guys at the, you know, the soda jerk guys and all that. Uh, Yeah, thank you." You know, me and my boys I, uh, over there, and uh, yeah, go ahead, Lori. No, I was just saying that I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm welcome back, cottering <laughs> the, the education system. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, um, but yeah, she, and she even said like Gabby seems to know a lot about the girl with the money maker and everything like that. The girl did make a lot of money though. Um, so, okay, so any other thoughts that you have, Lori, on this first episode right here? Uh, yeah, the daughter is insane. Mm-hmm. And second, the uh, the daughter, the 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 mother. So the mother is like you could tell that she's she um, either struggles with speaking English or is more comfortable speaking Spanish. Which but you know, Lori, is the mother even in episode one? Yes. Okay. They have that whole scene where Joelle speaks Spanish to her in the um, most pathetic way possible. <laughs> Clearly, where someone oh yeah, there's the mom for the first time. Clearly, yeah, like, someone says, "Joelle, I know you're Latina, but you don't speak Spanish. Say this." Yeah. 
And she's saying it phonetically. She has no idea what she's saying, right? Yes. Yeah, and the... And the mom responds to her, but then that's it. That's the only time that she speaks Spanish to her throughout the entire episode. Yeah, throughout the so, entire episode. I mean, it, I mean, odds are, yes, probably that I was just joking before, but odds are probably the mom doesn't either doesn't feel comfortable or she can under, maybe she understands English. Like my aunt, for example, my aunt understands Spanish, but she can't really speak it. So if somebody's speaking Spanish to her, she can understand what they're saying, but she can't mm-hmm. really speak. Speak back to them in Spanish, and so yeah. maybe that's her with English. But it's like, well, then why why wouldn't you get a translator or somebody that could help with you know tr- instead of just like saying really loudly like, "Do you like the way this looks?" <laughs> we're Lori, we're not on episode three yet. That's I know, episode I'm one. So frustrated. <laughs> well, do you also- think they didn't oh, tell the mum what was actually going on? Do you think the mum just thought it was like a normal Reno show? She doesn't even know the house is haunted. Oh, I mean, I'm sure they probably, I mean, okay. So Nathan, one of the things we kind of talked about last, the last several episodes is that they sort of ham up the, the desperation of the homeowners Mm. for the, for the camera. Whereas this one, I feel like they had to downplay it. I feel like the daughter was even crazier and they had to be like, all right, let's just, you know, like, when they went in that room and there were like 50 dream catchers, yeah. I was like, this girl needs help. Like okay, if, let's, if the first dream catcher doesn't work, like what's the 50th one going to do? Okay. Yeah. I got, I, I have to run, I have to take control of this because we're always doing that thing where she, this is the like, first episode, it, but she's talking about like 500 different things, but out of order and all this stuff like that. This okay. is the first episode. The dream catchers are in the first episode. So here we are day one, three days to reveal right now, right? We're at the part. Cause now I'm watching it. We're talking about as I watch it. And now Gabby is telling them about their imaginary friend named Yosef, right? What I think is so funny, I know this is not, and I know Gabby doesn't say that, right? But they spell his name correctly in the, because his name's not spelled like the traditional Joseph, right? Um, it's like J-O-S-Z-E-F, but they spell yeah. it like in the, in the, in the, so I'm like, so it, at first I was like, how the fuck would her imaginary friend go? And by the way, it's spelled J-O-S, <laughs> right? But she never says that. That's the subtitle, people, right? Okay. So then she says, then I found out that my imaginary friend was the same name as the killer. And in Joelle's eyes, you would think that they showed Lori like a plate of fettuccine Alfredo. Joelle's <laughs> eyes go, and she like smiles. <laughs> She, they go really bug eyed, and she <laughs> smiles. Yeah, it's it, it. And also, I just love that they just blanket statement take whatever she says as fact. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I totally believe you that your imaginary friend was Joseph. Yeah, uh-huh. that's wow. Yeah, that's this crazy isn't just that like that's true. Yeah, this isn't just like the plot of The Shining or anything. Now, yeah. um, here's the other thing too is, um, and I want to get to talk about it, like. This isn't like she's 13 and they bought the house two years ago. They've lived there for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. They point, moved in when she was 10. Yeah. By that point, it, and also they moved in. They've lived there for 20 years. That means someone else lived in between for 13 of those years. Because the murder happened in 88, I think, right? So. Yeah. They moved in 2001, let's say. Let's say, two, let's say they moved in 2000. So for 12 years, something happened with that house. So the murder was already 12 years old by that point. Thank you. 
Yeah. Uh, I also wonder when the when the father told the daughter mm-hmm. because he says that a neighbor told him what happened, but then the daughter kind of takes over. But they, he never mentions that the daughter was with him. So it's like, so when did he tell her about it? Because I mean, that's yeah. bad parenting if you tell, hey, guess what, honey? <laughs> like a ten year old, yeah. guess what? You're sleeping in the room where a five year old was shot to death. <laughs> yeah. In fact, when you look out the window, that's exactly what the last thing she saw before she died. Oh, yeah, let's put. In fact, get me started on the position of the bed and the looking. Oh, we're gonna get like, that. Just okay, move so the bed. Right now, they're in the hallway, and they're saying about how whenever they're in the hallway, the dad says something. He feels like someone's behind him. Meanwhile, probably the wife going like, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> okay, okay." So this is where Gabby now is going to ask her something in Spanish, right? No, uh, Joelle. Oh, Joelle. She asks her in Spanish, and then, and then the okay, oh, okay. And then the mom answers her, but it's the worst Spanish you ever heard. You're not. She's like, uh, piense que uh, tú eres una mujer que uh, gusta comer um, burritos. <laughs> and by the way, I just said, do you think you're a woman that likes to eat burritos? Anyway, um. And she goes, see, yes, Joel should have asked some other weird shit too, like, <laughs> like how you know. Tienes una. Hold on, I'm gonna go into Google Translate. I'll have Google Translate say it for me. Well, okay. So while you're doing that, I'll I, yeah. I'll bring up my issue with the hallway. So the wait, hallway. Wait, wait, hold on, Lori. What is this, my friend? Learning basic broadcasting skills. Wow. Go, Lori. I'm very proud of you. Taking control of the broadcaster that you are. First time for everything. All right. Let's talk about the third episode. No. um, (laughs) So, no. So, uh, so they talk about how he goes, I always feel like there's somebody behind me. It's like, yeah, maybe it's one of the 40 giant picture frames (laughs) that you have in that tiny ass hallway. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Joe. I mean, just Nathan. You don't. You don't even have to answer this because you're a skinny person. So that probably yeah. was like living in that. That hallway probably looked like a you know a luxury hall, mm-hmm. uh, dining hall. But uh, yeah. Joe, I mean, did you get cold sweats just imagining <laughs> having to walk straight forward in that hallway? Oh, they would have been like taking all those. They would have. They would have. That was haunted because they're like, oh my god, whenever <laughs> it's really weird. Our friend Joseph. J- Walked down the hallway and all the picture frames fell off the wall at the same time. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Lori's butt's haunted. <laughs> yeah. All the pic- she keeps accidentally yeah. hitting all the pi- her yeah. butt's name is Joseph and it keeps hitting all the pain all the portraits. All right, here we go. I, I have Google Translate here. This is what Joelle could have said to her. Ready? Tienes un cepillo para el cabello con un mango extra grande? What did, asked, she, what did she say? Do you have a hairbrush with an extra large handle? <laughs> <laughs> like, Joelle should have been asking questions like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, okay. So, the mom yeah, is just wa- just looks wide eyed and scared the entire yeah, time. Yeah, the whole time, the whole time. Now, uh, okay. So now we are in the bedroom. I'm looking at it right now. Um, by the way. Over the window, there are... This is very... But it might be the scariest thing I've seen. Over the window, as it is right now, there are multiple signs that say exit. And it's over the window, which is very bizarre. Okay? Yeah. 
And uh, and then they go, and then so then Gabby's showing them the bedroom where there's also a ton of hats. The the the, the scariest thing in the bedroom is a the fifty dream catchers, and then all sorts of just hats hanging around. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I kind of agree say, with your uh, with your theory that she hasn't stayed there because I think no. what happened is is she moved out right. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. they kept it the way she was when she was a teenager. Yeah, and then they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do this, but you have to come back because we're gonna do a thing about how you're really scared." And she they weren't they're buying fifty dream catchers and they're gonna well, put them up in your room. The other thing too is she's the only one that really speaks English very well. Like, well, the, the father. Be? I mean, the father speaks English pretty well he's you know he's got an accent but you can understand him so anyway so then they go she says gabby says to the designers this is how her bed was when she was shot so the bed is in the exact position that the girl had nathan you're shaking your head what's your idea what's your what are your thoughts on it's just such an easy fix like if you're preoccupied with the position of the bed mirroring yes. the the murder victim just just move the bed yes but it also who cares like <laughs> the, you know what was the big crux of the her murder her father killing her that was the big one that yeah. that was the big that was the big reason why she's dead is mm-hmm. that her dad shot her in the head so you know i mean it's it's awful and it's sad but it's like it has nothing to do with you or the way the bed was positioned yeah like so put position it that way like, mm-hmm. it, uh, I mean, you're right, Nathan. If she's so upset about it, then yeah. Why did why did it take a a, a, cr- a TV crew to move the friggin' bed? Well, here's what's funny, and I know I hate talking about um, uh, the episode before you know we get to episode three, but I want to talk about this now in this bedroom. Is all they really did was move the bed, put that wind that French doors in, and take all the shit off the walls and paint it, mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have 27 hats hanging on the wall, (laughs) you know, and 50 dream catchers. Uh, We just painted your room, put a French door in and moved the bed. Oh, my God. And now, yeah, go ahead. The thing is, the whole problem for her was like, oh, this window, the window is the worst part. So they just made the whole wall a window and said, (laughs) you don't want to look at the yard? Here's the yard. Yeah, here's more yard for you to look at. But also, she says, I can't look out the window as she's looking out the window. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what I didn't understand. And I have then, a hard time looking at the window as she's directly looking out the window. And then she even says, and right now, even, my hands are clammy and sweaty. And they go, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, my God. At that point, you're a crazy person. You need <laughs> medical attention. Like, yeah. We need to get you help. She was actually giving me Dear Evan Hansen, Ben Platt vibes. You know how he was in the movie? Yeah. He's always like mm-hmm. hunched and like squeezing his hands. She did and the same thing. And she yeah. also has a rat face. So that also, <laughs> that works out. And she's kind of chunky. No offense, Lori. No, she's uh, very pretty. I, I was joking about the rat face, but she's very she, pretty. I was just yeah. saying that she, you know, she just, she just, obviously something's going on. Either they're forcing her to, to say that she's scared or she's genuinely scared. And if that's the case, then she, her parents, a coat of pain isn't going to help. She's got some other, she's got some underlying issues. Oh, but I love, I love, yeah, I love how he's trying to make her, Mikel was trying to make her feel better. And he goes, and by the way, if that Joseph is here, I'm going to be like, motherfucker, here's a fucking paintbrush and help me out. I'm like, 
<laughs> you were afraid to stand next yeah. to the stove in the Frederick Hengel house. <laughs> yeah. You got you got frightened at the possibility of blood. Yeah. You know, like yeah, let's calm like, down. Yeah. That there was thirty there was a thirty five year old blood that I go, Oh you know, like he's like, if if a ghost came out, he would say, Here's a paintbrush. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't know why this jarred me so much, but can yeah. we just, are we, so, are, okay, I'm going to talk about the very end when they, when they're leaving to go to the hotel. Is that okay? Or do you want to talk? Is there more we should talk about? Uh, no, what I want to do right now, what I want to do right now, cause you know, okay. I, well, instead of, I want to show and tell essentially, right? Not okay. Just show, not just tell, but show. Okay. Okay. Is, um, where is, oh, there you are. I like to call um, it Joe and Tell. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, well, this is the last episode ever of uh, the show. Okay, so <laughs> here we go. Um, okay, here we go. All right, now, Laurie, I'm the designer. I'm Mikkel. Okay. You're the ghost. Okay. Okay. Well, let me see. What am I going to do here? <laughs> My name is Joseph. I killed my daughter. Yeah, that's great and all. <laughs> Grab a brush. Grab a bucket. We need you to start painting right now, okay? Don't just sit there. You don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. Get out of the house. Joseph, I'm telling you right now. I've been done saying it. You got to get yourself a, a paintbrush. We have to. Do you do you see what this bitch has in this room? She has like twenty seven baseball caps. Oh my god! Forty two dream. I told her the other day. I said you don't need you don't need forty dream catchers. You got one. You got them all. And by the way, can you go open the garage door? We've been trying to get in for a while, and we know you're the only one that has the. It's electrical. Cooker. I have nothing to do with it. It's electrical. I can Help only be like, "Boo, get out!" I don't have. I can't control the the walls or the or the or the garage door. I'm not a magician. <laughs> Do you know what it's like to live in this house where the mother is just staring at you all the time, wide-eyed and crazy, and the daughter is like, "Oh, the Joseph is making me doing things, and I'm not even there." I show up, and she's like, "Spilled all the eggs on the floor." It's like Joseph made me do it. I was like, "You had nothing to do with that. That's on you." You crazy bitch! Go on the other side of that bed. Hurry up. All right, all right. You go on the other side. Yeah, you, okay. Are okay. You able to grab? Can you grab that one? No, I'm a ghost. What is it with you people? Pick, we have to move this bed. I don't move. I can't move things. I don't. I can't touch things. All right. So on the count of three, ready? Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> I'm going to tell the couch to move, but I can't move it. All right, couch, move. Uh, right. Three, <laughs> three, two. All right, move. All right, I'm you there. move. Okay. All right, you're doing it. All right. Good uh. job. Oh, okay. Thanks, Joseph. I mean, you actually. Right. I I'm gonna say this because I feel like you need to know it. You didn't do anything. There's a bunch of people who came in right behind you and moved that couch. You're not doing any work, man. You're the, there's there's people who are doing all the work. You're in a three piece suit, Nickel. 
It's obvious okay. you're not doing anything. <laughs> okay, Lori, you said that you wanted to talk about uh, the luggage or something, right? And scene. So, uh, <laughs> so, so what they so what lands up happening is now they're like, okay, you know, you guys got to get out of here. And, uh, we're gonna, then they're saying, right now, even right now, they're waving goodbye. First of all, the dad has one of those. <laughs> I just want, okay, can we, okay, let's juxtapose this because we went from this house, this, this terrible murder happened where this little girl died, right? She mm-hmm. was killed, little girl and her mother were died. Uh, yeah. the daughter, the, the daughter, Gabby of this mm-hmm. new, of new family that's living there is being mm-hmm. tormented by yeah. the murder because she lives sure. in the little girl's room, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, we, we feel people behind us. We just feel so much anger and depression in this house. Mm-hmm. Cut to, they're saying goodbye, could not be happier, waving, <laughs> smiling like they're going to Disney. So happy. <laughs> so happy. But let's talk about what they're wearing. Okay. First of all, the mom who you hate. Just I has don't a hate her. I has just, a, like, sh- she's got They have going the on. weirdest, the Sammy is so bizarre. They have the weirdest things they're taking with them. Okay. The mom has a briefcase. Okay. Which is bizarre. (laughs) Yes. The dad is dressed like, um, Marty McFly in the first Back to the Future and is wearing like a red, like, lifeguard vest. Okay. And has one of those, like, suit bags that you, like, a travel bag for your suit, but it matches the color of the vest. Okay. And then crazy Gabby. This is the part of the best part. Crazy Gabby, <laughs> the only thing she has with her. Nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> Just the clothes that she made. She put on a light sweater. That's put it. A light she, sweater. <laughs> she has random clothes she picked up from the dry cleaner, still in the plastic. Still in the plastic. <laughs> They're still in the plastic on the, with the little white paper over the yeah. shoulders. And it's like maybe like two or three like blouses she had. That's what it is, like from the dry yeah. cleaners. That's the only no thing underwear. Had. Yeah, they're not taking anything. A briefcase, uh, a red suit bag. I'm not even sure it has a suit in it. Well, wouldn't you put the dry cleaner clothes in the suit bag? Yeah, you would. Yeah. Also, he's wearing it around his neck like you would wear one of those yes. like like things that you don't you you put your wallet in so it doesn't get stolen from you. Yes. But it's like a long. <laughs> so I just imagine it's just a really long thing that just has his wallet in it. Like there's nothing else. But it's just a carpet bag, and it has his wallet in it. But, oh, they could not be... They look so excited. Yeah. Very, very strange. I just uh, I just oh. love the fact that, you know, Gabby's just like, I gotta take off, I gotta take off my truck clean. <laughs> yeah. I just got... I would love it if it's just like, what? Like a pantsuit, but just the pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, so then uh, a dress. <laughs> just something that doesn't go together. So then they close the door, and then they say in unison, we got a lot of work to do. Which is something they've been doing now, where they have like a smart-ass thing they say when they close the door. Uh, I will say, Joe, you are being so gracious by saying they say that in unison. It's just like, Nathan, you say we got a lot of work to do, and I'll try and match you, like they did. Okay? Ready? We One. got a lot of work. We, we got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. I'll count it out. I'll count it out. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do. That's it. That's what they did. It was so, I was like, you guys, did you practice this? 
or yeah, were they just very, like we got it, we got it, we we're gonna do it on we're gonna do it on the queue. We're gonna okay, ready yeah. one, two, three. We got we a lot got of work to do. Work do. <laughs> yeah, they're they're completely it. insane. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's that episode of uh, Murder House Flip. Um, we'll see you guys next time. I think it's next week, right? And we're gonna do the final two episodes of Murder House Flip where they actually get to see the house. They come back and get to see the house. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Flipped Off. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcast. You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L-A-U-R-I, the letter U-L-I-A-R. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. Flipped Off is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>